and we are the Mitch and Bake Podcast. I'm Mitch. And I'm Bake. What's up, Bake? What's up? Episode number one of the Mitch and Bake, Mitch and Bake Podcast is underway, man. I Bake, let me tell you this, bruh. Like, I, like on our intro, if people didn't, didn't know, we've known each other for 55 years. I so appreciate you doing this podcast with me, brother. Man, I appreciate you inviting me. You know what I'm saying? We used to go do God got Google each other back in the day. So, you know, it's Dude, all good. Let me tell you something. Nursery rhymes to the nursing home. Let me tell you something. We, <laughs> that's, that's how we rolling. Oh, man. So, let's get it going. Let's just jump right into it. Look, man. I, the reason I started this podcast is because I had so many opinions. Like, I'd just be driving down the street. I have so many opinions of what's going on in the world. And I'm like, I got to release this somewhere. Um, as I said in my intro, I've done podcasts in the past, but it had nothing to do with the kind of stuff we're going to talk about. This is There is one topic that I've been wanting to talk to with, about with other brothers, and that is why I hate Bill Cosby. Now, uh-huh. now Bake... I know. Now, if y'all don't know, Bake is an alumni of the wonderful, legend, legendary Morehouse College, where he sang in the Glee Club and had the opportunity to appear on the Bill Cosby show, the episode when they came to Hillman. Now, don't act like, don't be looking away like, what? What you talking about? Dude, you wore that Bill Cosby shirt, that Bill Cosby show shirt. Till the B came off. See, I'll tell you about it. He set me up. He set me up. This is what Tommy does. See, Tommy does this fool. You know, he said, you know, oh, Lord. He wore that, he wore that B to the, he wore that Bill Cosby shirt. Dude, didn't you wear that shirt to an interview? <laughs> this fool got a joke. All right. See, that's where we going. See, this is how, this is our relationship. But you know anyway, and that's yeah. why I, I, I said all that to say, Devon, I mean, Bake might not be that happy with why I don't like Bill Cosby. Now, all of you know what has happened to Bill Cosby in recent years. Now, let, let's back it up a little bit. Of course, I love Bill Cosby when the Bill Cosby show came out. Like every other probably African-American person in this world. Tommy, um, back up. We got to start before Bill Cosby. We got to talk about Fat Albert. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Fat Albert. Um, the, 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 the movies he did with Sidney Poitier. Um, oh, man. Let's do I mean, it again. Let's do it again. I mean, Bill had, it was legendary. But I'll be honest with you, it was the Bill Cosby show that really, really got, because honestly, I didn't know he was the voices of Fat Albert until somebody had to tell me. I was like, I just thought he was on the show. But yes, he was Fat Albert. He was all those voices, whatever. Okay. So we loved Bill Cosby. And the show, now, I don't know about you, Bake. I didn't think the show was his show was that far fetched. A lot of African Americans got mad, like that's a dream world. Mom is a lawyer, dad's a doctor. I mean, my parents were lawyers or doctors, but it didn't seem that far fetched to me as far as the premise. Everybody wanted to grow up and be the Bill, the Cosby family. Everybody, you know, professionals, all them damn kids, live in a brownstone. And did they live in Brooklyn or did they live in Manhattan? Where they live? I think, I think they Brooklyn. lived in Brooklyn. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, I love the show. From day one, I love the show. They're a classic. The Gordon Gottrell shirt with Theo. I mean, classic shows. Shows that remind me of that time period in my life. And that's why I loved it. The reason I hate Bill Cosby... Now, don't get me wrong. Bill Cosby did wrong. Anybody that say he innocent, y'all, you need to read the actual what happened. Because he did do something... Um, the reason he is out of jail is on a technicality because they tried to prosecute him because he, he they tried to prosecute him because under the guise of something he's told them when they told him he was going to have immunity. They told him he was going to have immunity. So he, he admitted to something and then they prosecuted him on it, which is illegal. You can't say, OK, this don't count and then put me in jail. And that's why Bill Cosby is no longer in jail, to be truthful. But he did do wrong. And when he did wrong. I couldn't, I couldn't watch the show anymore. I just, I, I was, I, when I would watch it, I'd just be like, dude, you, you drugging chicks to get your thing wet when you was, you know, there are people that will have sex with you for money. You don't have to illegally drug people to have sex with them. But anyway, that's why I hate Bill Cosby, because I can't, 
I can't sit and enjoy the shows anymore. It, 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 it eats at me when I'm watching it and I see him doing the fatherly stuff and him doing his jokes and it just, I can't even enjoy it anymore. So that's why I hate Bill Cosby. Okay, so I agree with you. I, I can't be as strong as saying I hate Bill Cosby. I don't love this Bill Cosby. <laughs> I think, you know, Bill Cosby is told all the way wrong. But there's, I have to also take away the nuggets and the things that Bill Cosby talked about what he did um, and, t- and, and put those in separate boxes. So, you know, I, I'm really putting, you know, boxing this thing out. So mm-hmm. Bill Cosby... You know, I agree with you. I'm like, what in the world? Every, I mean, you don't have to drug anybody to get what you want. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you can't get what you want with this person, but leave that person alone. I don't understand the drugging part of it. I mean, you know. I, and he's been I doing it deep. He's been doing it, like, way back in the day. Like, deep. Now, I don't know if that was a thing back in the day of dropping stuff in people's drinks, but I'm just like, dude, what are, you know, what you talking I, about? I, I don't get it either. So, you know, I, I think that uh, for me, yeah, I, I, I agree. But there's also a lot of, there's some positive, positive things that came out of watching either the Cosby Show, Different World, um, and also from Fat Albert. I learned a lot. Um, you know, well, I still and, watch and Different World. He, I, I mean, I, I still watch that show because he's not actually on it, but on it, yeah. I know he produced it and he started it, but I still watch that show. I just can't, when he physically comes on the screen, like I can watch parts of the Cosby show when he's not on it, when it's just Theo and Vanessa and, you know, you know, Denise doing stuff. I can kind of, but him, I, I, I can't. And I understand what you're saying because, and I think, what's the guy that played Urkel? What's his name? You remember? You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, 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 yeah. I, remember, I can't yeah. remember his name. Oh, off the top of my head. Uh, no, I, I can't remember no. his name. Yeah. Anyway, the guy that played Urkel had a falling out with Bill Cosby over this. And his basic statement was, a good man did bad things. That was his statement. Like, hey, yeah. this guy did a lot of good stuff for the, for the African-American community. But then... He did some bad stuff as well. And he's kind of like you. I'm not going to throw him all into one bucket. I, I, I do appreciate the good things he did. And I, I, you know, yeah, great. Bill Cosby did some some good stuff. But unfortunately, one bad thing can wipe out all the good you did. No matter how good you do, the bad, little bad, can wipe you out. And I'm not canceling Bill Cosby. I don't think... Bill Cosby shouldn't be able to make a living. I don't think Bill Cosby, um, unfortunately, Bill Cosby's in an in a industry that people have to like you for you to make money. And unfortunately, he's, if he does try to, to come back and do, you know, because, you know, when he was up for trial, he was still on comedy tours. He was still doing comedy tours when he was up for trial. Um, and if he tries to come back out or tries to, you know, do a new, another show, are you, you gonna think, drop? Hold up. Are you gonna drop seventy five dollars to go see him in concert? No, I and I really don't watch the shows anymore now. I, I mean, I don't really watch the Cosby Show as much anymore. Um, and, and like it was, it's kind of tough, but you know, and maybe it is net negative when it comes to Bill Cosby and and what you know and the things he's done. But you know, he influenced uh, a generation. He influenced a lot of Generation Xers especially black generation next year. He influenced us. I grew up. So my, you know, my family, I'm the youngest of six. The youngest one next to me is 15 years older than me. I actually watched, you know, my sister, my sisters and their husbands. They were, they were like the Cosby show in a sense. They were both professional doctors. One, one of sisters, she's married to a doctor. She's a doctor. She actually became a lawyer, you know? So I get it. You know, both of us went to HBCUs. We went to schools where we saw parents. I went you know, to multiple. Were, I went to multiple HBCUs, sir. Well, I wasn't gonna go there. I was gonna let that. I was gonna just you know let that slide by. But you know, you brought I, it up. I mean, so, you know, you if know you want to be serious, I majored in HBCUs. HBCUs. Yeah, I have a BA <laughs> in HBCU. So if you want to talk HBCUs, we can talk HBCU. But anyway, you go know, ahead. I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, a lot of us, while we're in school back in the 80s, at 8 o'clock at night on NBC, 
everybody turned on the Cosby Show, and we aspired to have that professional life and have that couple. And he inspired inspired black people, especially African American people, to get married, have kids, and build wealth and do whatever. So those those are the positive things I take out of it. Well, okay, babe, I ain't gonna lie, you didn't you didn't talk me off the ledge a little bit with that. I, and that's why that's why that's why you here, brother. Cause you know, that 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 was kind of you're right. He has a lot of good stuff. I, I probably I ain't gonna lie. I have watched a couple of Cosby and I, and Cosby still comes on BT or one. I forgot what's the name of the channel. And yeah. I, I must admit, during the whole like, you know, I don't want to get off track too much. But during the whole when it the whole George Floyd thing and um you know that kind of thing, I really got back to watching African American shows. Um, I watch a lot of Living Single. I watch a lot of Different World, um, Family Matters. I, oh, those are my because at one point I don't watch a lot of new TV. I watch a lot of old TV. But at one point, all my old TV was Seinfeld, Family Guy. Um, you know, some of those those type shows. Not that they're bad shows, but there really aren't any black people on those shows. And I thought to myself, why am I not supporting? The African, the old African American shows that I used to love, Martin. So I went back to watching a lot of those reruns because number one, if I'm watching it, then this they're going to get syndicated more, and those actors are going to get paid. So hopefully they get paid. Hopefully they didn't get bad contracts. So I went back. You know, they striking now over that mess. So um, hopefully they get no bad contracts and they get some money from it. Bad contracts, bro. People make money. Exactly. So I went back to watching a lot of these African American, you know, shows then, and and I, I still enjoy them, and they remind me of that time period in my life when they were out, you know, when I was younger and and spry and running around in the streets and still still going out on Saturday nights. But anyway, I appreciate you your, your thoughts. On, say again. You stop going. You stop going out on Saturday Man, nights. Man, where I'm, where I'm gonna go? Where I'm going on a Saturday I know, night? I know we. It's like we're the old men in the club now. If we go, dude, I'm not club, dude. If I'm out on Saturday night, it's a a checkers. I'm at. I'm at, <laughs> dude. My Saturday night, dude, is a Pizza Hut. Maybe I don't have club. I couldn't name one club in Atlanta right now. I, I can. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got time. I, I couldn't even tell you a club in Atlanta. Um, but honestly, you know what? One of the main reasons I moved to Atlanta from Orlando was because you don't in Atlanta, you ain't gotta go to a club to have fun. There are bars no. that are just as 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 fun as as a um club. That spot right. you took me when you were in town last time. Um yeah. Dude, ever since you since you came and did that, I've been checking my Instagram and all all my buds go there. Like all my friends, they be show. I was like, oh, that's that spot that Vaughn had me up in. Okay, yeah. so that's the kind of vibe Atlanta has. So yeah, that if I did do a Saturday night, you know, maybe. Um, but you know, we got to get a sitter. We ain't at that point where we can just leave them in the house. We got to get a sitter. We got to you know find somewhere, and then we can only be out for a certain amount of time. Usually, if me and Heather go out, it's because somebody's having a wedding, it's a somebody's having a birthday party, Christmas, you know, stuff like that. That's the reason we get out of the house. It ain't just a random Saturday night. See that? That see? You know, right now you're at the age where you should be becoming an empty nester, and you just started. That's empty. I don't understand and, that, Mitch. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, let me tell you something. I'm going to give you, gonna give you an you. answer I give everybody. I <laughs> yeah. enjoyed myself. So. I know you. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was about to go there, but I ain't going to go there. We're leaving that alone. We're going to X that up. Let me, let me write that down. Don't <laughs> go there. All right. Any, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of my, my – but. Bake, you so I, it sounds like you still hit the streets in in Bean Town. What's your Saturday nights look like? Uh, mostly, it's like you. <laughs> I sit outside, <laughs> might smoke a cigar, do something like that. But you know, we I, we do go out. I mean, there's you know, I, I'm in a couple organizations where I get out with these young cats, and we go to you know speakeasies or whatever. 
uh, go to bars for drinks or something like that. What's interesting is I have a lot of people who show up in Boston for conferences. They call me up or text me. It's, oh, babe, I'm in town. Let's hang out. I'm like, what the? Dude, <laughs> it's five o'clock. Talking about let's hang out. I got a family. You know what I'm saying? On a Sunday night, let's go hang like, out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That ain't oh happening, bro. <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, I have to stay abreast of what's going on. But anyway, yeah. Well, now, my next topic is this brother, Deion Sanders. What? What you? What? Okay, we'll take it back again. FSU, 1987, 1986, I think it was his prime time at FSU. I never got to see him at FSU. My dad actually went. Um, my oldest sister and her husband had season tickets because they went to law school at FSU. They uh, went, and my dad went, and he, I mean, when I tell you this, this man talked about that evening for months uh, about Dion waving his hands and all that. So, you know, and, and people who do not remember, who only know Dion maybe as a coach, at one point, whatever team Dion Sanders was on, became the favorite to win the Super Bowl. For about a five-year window, if you had Deion Sanders on your team, you had a great shot of winning the Super Bowl because that's how much of a lockdown defensive player he was. You know, picking balls, running back punts, whatever. Fast forward, Deion been through a lot. And you can tell that when he talks. You know, he, he I, I don't know how much he had found God when he was playing in the NFL, but he's definitely found God now because that's who he thanks. Every time, which I'm with him. Hey, dude, he, you made it through. You back, you're on the other side of the mountain now. Goes to Jackson State. Now, what did you think when he went to Jackson State? We got to back up for a minute, man. All right, okay, so okay, okay. A lot of stuff with Deion Sanders, man. So Deion, <laughs> Deion, number one, we got to talk about the Jerry Curl. I had a Jerry Curl, too, back <laughs> in the day. This fool shows up, Florida State. He got the, you know, Jerry Curl, you know, bright smile. In a limo. You don't remember that? He shows up in a limo, fool. Yes. He comes yes. up in a limo. You know, and we all Florida boys, so we all talk smack. You know what I'm saying? He was talking smack, everything. I love me some Deion Sanders. That little dance he did, everything. And you got to understand, when Deion got drafted, he got drafted by the Atlanta Falcons. He was in the ATL when I was in the ATL. So we watched him. Yeah, play that's true. And play for the Braves. Oh, man. He had Club 21. You know, all that stuff. Dion was hitting her. And then yes. his who was the who was the wide receiver who house got burnt down by left eye? Who what was that name of that oh, fool? Rise, is it Rising? Rise, yeah, Andre yeah. Rise. Yeah, Andre yeah, yeah. Rising. I mean, oh my God. You know, so it was off the chain. So Dion, you know, he that you know, Atlanta Falcons had a good team. He went to San Fran. Cool, cool. We're gonna move back. We're gonna move to Jackson State. He gets to he gets to Jackson State. I hear he's going to coach there. I'm like, oh, this might be interesting. You know. Now, now, before you go, Bake, HBCU, what is the most important part of an HBCU football game before Dion got there? The band. Exactly. Nobody even cared who no. was playing on the field. No, that would take us back to when we used to go to the Florida Classic. Exactly. Nobody cared. People were like, oh, the game going on? People wouldn't watch the game until maybe the last 10 minutes to see who actually yeah. won. But before yeah, that, before all quarter. we cared about was the battle of the bands in the stands, and all we cared about was the battle of the band on the field. Yep. And who and, and how you dress and how you looking, man. You got to be looking it, tight at the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to be right, bro. Yes, exactly, exactly. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. He goes to Jackson State. He becomes he goes to Jackson State. You keep comes to coach. I'm like, okay, this might be all right. Cause you know, I hate, you know, I wish he was at like fam, you or something, you know, I wouldn't even dare to tell him to come to Morehouse. No, 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 no. But Jackson state has a historic football program. New fools down there ball out. So I kind of knew he was going to do all right at Jackson state. What I saw when he went to Jackson state was, I think he changed the way HBCU athletic directors looked at their programs because he showed he showed now you know here and there an hbcu would get a top-notch player usually because he got a criminal record he didn't shot somebody or he didn't spend some time in juvie so go on to howard and see if you can recuperate your career you know what i'm saying 
Don't laugh. You know, you probably had a couple of them on your that's basketball team in morning. Hey, hey, that's not always the case. Now, check this out. Now, look who come out of HBCUs playing football, like your boy Walter Payton. You know what I'm Dude, saying? Dude, that Shannon. was 1975. What are you talking about? I'm talking about modern times. Modern times. Like, like Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp came out. He did, but he was not highly recruited. I'm saying, I'm talking about somebody who was highly recruited from, from high school, went to an HBCU. That was not happening. It'll happen okay. every every blue moon. Every blue moon. Every blue moon. You're right. Very, very rarely, unless there was some baggage. Because what what do we do? What do we do as black people? The same reason you still watch the Bacosby show. We go, come on, baby. Come on. We hug them up. We hug them up and say, it's okay. I know you robbed them people, but I still want you to come play football at my school. So, anyway. Nice. Nice. You see now you 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 providing a stereotype. <laughs> you putting that out there for the world to hear. I mean, if that's you that. can find me, okay. If you can find okay, me that, a top five that. recruit that went to an HBCU before Dion got Travis Hunter, I'll shut up. But until then, don't don't holler at me. Anyway, well, actually, what about what about old boy who went to Howard to play basketball? He was a. Um, um, just recently that happened. So yeah, you know. that was recent. That was re- that's basketball. I give it to you. There has that has happened in basketball. Not too much in football. Just because not basketball in that in basketball, one or two players can make you a national champion. So, but whereas in football, you need a squad to really yeah show out. But anyway, but you know that's another topic because we yeah. I really want I really want to touch that talk about black players going to HBCUs to ball out. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely get back on that. So, Dion goes to Jackson State. To me, it really, like I said, to me, it changed the way when he came in. All the stuff he was doing changed the way athletic directors looked at their programs. Because, like you, like we were just saying, if if you are a, a HBCU college coach, as long as you had pretty much a winning season, and have to be a ten win season, long as you had a winning season. And the band was good. You weren't getting embarrassed. You're probably gonna have a job for a long time because HBCU coaches for a while they be there for like 20 years. Yeah, it's a lifetime yeah. position. Almost. Yeah, they just they're they're there as long as the the alumni liked you. You you can't you know you ain't got to win the conference, but as long as you had a winning season, you were okay. Shoot, BCC and at BCC definitely. If you could beat Fam in the classic every year, you weren't getting fired. <laughs> You are going to have a job. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Now, Dion comes, shows him, hey, and and I and let's talk about this cuz I think Dion shed a light on the differences between a top-notch Power 5 program and an HBCU program. A top-notch HBCU program in Jackson State, but he shed a light and said, "Hey, y'all got to change. You can't you can't have you're not gonna get top notch talent with these facilities. You're not, you know, and and I mean it's a money thing, of course. It's a money thing. Jackson State does not get the same resources that Ole Miss receives. They exactly. don't receive the same resources that a Mississippi State or whatever receives. That's the, and that's and that's the inequity of this. Yes. Now, but I think what he showed was, look, if you get the good, if you get top notch talent coaches. You can get the top-notch talent players. You can find people that will give you money. I mean, people were throwing money at JS, uh, Jackson State while Prime was there. You can get all this, and I think even FAM, I think BC. I mean, look, BCC tried to hire, or BC, I'm sorry, if I'm BCU, Bethune-Cookman University. Oh, they tried. I, I, I can't call them BCU, and I'm sorry <laughs> all you Wildcats out there, but y'all know where Let's I'm coming go. from. Wildcats. Let's uh, go, Wildcats. Uh, I can't do the you. That don't even sound right. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not a Wildcat fan, I'm born a Rattler. I was born a rat. I was born in a Rattler family. You know what I'm saying? Remember growing up, man, we go to the class. I used to have binoculars. I find Tommy on the other side of the stadium in Tampa. I'm like, Mama, can I go and run over there? She's like, no, dude, you ain't going over on the other side by yourself. And that's back when it was, well, at one point it was in Tampa. At one point, I think it was always in Tallahassee. But then it finally settled on Orlando. It was in Miami at one point as well. Okay, okay. 
Um, it was Tampa for the longest until it yeah, moved to Orlando. Yeah, it was in Tampa for the Tampa Stadium for the longest time. But I think, you know, even uh, Bethune Cookman tried to go and get former Raven, and I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. He was a he was you know doing the same thing that Dion was doing. He was bringing in people, you know, because of his name. He was a he's a hall. I want to say he's a hall of famer, but I can't remember oh, his name you're right talking now. Talking about old boy who won a national championship in two thousand one. Um, oh man, I know you're talking about. I can't think of the name either, man. You know, we're getting old, brother. We having these senior <laughs> moments like crazy, man. You know, in the U is my squad. I love me some you. Anyway, he comes on and he gets in trouble because he's doing the same thing Dion's doing. He says stuff about the BCU program, how inadequate it is, that kind of thing. And he got fired. Before he even got fired, really, he got fired. But I think he up. I mean, I think Dion upped the game for HBCUs while he when he was went to Jackson State. He showed what could actually be done if you just work at it. You know what I'm saying? Now he is now in Colorado, and I am watching the game right now, and he is up 36 to seven over Nebraska, bruh. Dion Sanders is for real. I mean, I understand. I'm I'm not one that's jumping on the bandwagon saying he's gonna win a national championship, but he has taken a squad that won one game last year. That's how many games Colorado won last year. And now they have doubled it already. And they have beaten, number one, TCU, who would play for the national championship, which honestly, I don't think that was all Colorado. I think TCU is not as good as everybody thought they were going to be. I don't think people saw how bad TCU was in the in the national championship, so I don't think they was good. But then they went up; they're in Nebraska right now, um, winning big, and they've already taken yeah, out uh, Deion's son. When is when is the last time Nebraska had a winning season, Tom? Well, they got Matt Rule; he's the new coach. What, what? Okay, my thing is this: What did I just say? Colorado won one game last year. They were the worst team in Power Five football, bruh. Now, they, you know, they doing their thing. Now, once again, I'm not saying they're going to win a national championship, but Dion basically flipped that whole team. Roster. Yeah. The whole yeah. roster, which when people, people are like, oh, he shouldn't do that. I was like, they won one game last year, dude. Who on that team would you keep? Who would you keep when you won one game? No. Well, Nobody. He kept 12 players. Did he? He's, I think they well, were. Those, I think in the last game there were three sa- three starters that were from the the old team that played in yeah. in the game against TCU. I don't know about yeah, this he, game, but so he basically said, "Hey, I'm bringing my luggage. Y'all either gonna run with me or you not." And I like that. I, I love like that. that. I love that because you know I'm, I'm not sitting here. And once again, I'm not getting ahead of myself. It's two games into the season, but. You know, because there are people out there talking about his son's going to win a Heisman. Tr- okay, all right, let's let's all calm oh, down. Yeah. Let's calm down. You know, Travis Hunter going to win a Heisman. Let's calm down. Uh, now, Travis Travis is a baller. He playing both ways. He playing receiver and defensive back. That ball is he balling. But let me tell you something, man. I got to give it up to Deion Sanders. I got to give it up to him. I mean, who can flip a whole team like that, man? Who do you know? What coach, power five coach, Number one would have the guts to do that because they want to keep their job. So they want to they, because if you flip a whole team and then you still only win one game, oh, you out of here. Now my next my next question is, who is going to try to steal him from Colorado? You know, if I was Dion, I would stay at Colorado. I'll do three years, three years, three years, three years, three years at Colorado. There, May, now Colorado is a Power Five school. You don't think he should just – I mean, where would – okay, it's a Power 5 school. He can build his own program because he right now he's going to be God and Jesus to these people if he has a winning season this year. Where would he Where Where would he go? Where would you – What? give me a program. Number one, it would have to be a program that's in trouble because if they're not in trouble, they're not going to fire the coach to get Dion. So give me a program that's in trouble right now that you think Power 5 – that be worth Dion leaving Colorado, right? Right, right? Because they would have to be in trouble this year. They would have to have a bad season this year. You know what, Tommy, the way college football works now or sports work, they don't have to be totally in trouble. The alumni just could be tired of it. True. True. So 
I'm going to tell you, if Florida State don't get it together this year, I mean, they did good that first game. You know, they did all right. I was about to say. They but balled you know, that first game. But you know what? They they overlooked Deion. Oh, and yeah. That, you know what? And I don't want to talk about the state of Florida anyway. But, you know. <laughs> they overlooked people, Deion. Our people. Oh, my God. They overlooked him. But um, I tell you, if I was Deion, you know where I would go? U of F. They ain't hiring Deion. Now, Devon, 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 Devon. <laughs> That's a big rivalry, yeah. Devon, no, just that ain't it. Devon, just where we from? Florida. Now, people who don't, people who are not from Florida, like when you went to college, people probably thought, oh, you're from Florida. You like, they think it's, Florida's like California. Like, yeah. you a surfer dude. Through, yeah. All that stuff. Now, bro, you know, Florida oh. is Alabama South. Florida is, hey, it's old boy network. They are not bringing Dion. The reason he in Colorado, dude, Colorado, you can smoke weed. That's yeah, they're like, dude, they cool. Like, hey, bring him on. Come on, bring that fool. <laughs> no, that's that's partly it. <laughs> it's all about economics. It's the economics of this mm-hmm. that works for Colorado. The economics okay. of bringing Dion in. He can also bring NIL money. You know, he can, you know, he's already getting paid through state on oh, that state farm commercials. Oh, with the duck or whatever, whoever that he is. Did, he doing almond you know, commercials after, now. He got almonds. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's, 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 he's doing that. So, but Dion, and he's a hell of a personality and Dion only wants to do it Dion's way. He's not trying to walk in your path, which is why he's good for college football. Cause he understands the turn. He's like, Oh, wait a minute. Well, I went to Florida State. Now I don't know how much they paid him at Florida State. I know he got a little money somewhere. If you rolling up in a in a in a damn limo, because his mama didn't dude, have back no limo, then eighties in the late eighties, dude. Somebody he paid. probably had to take a pro, he probably had to take a pay cut to go pro. <laughs> in Florida State? Are you kidding me? Dirty ass, dirty ass Bobby Bowden. You know Bobby Bowden was giving it to him under the table. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if Bobby didn't do it, them boosters did it. So how you know? So the bottom line is, he knows, he understands the program. He understands these kids right now, and he also understands. Everybody said, "Well, these kids are soft and everything." Dion, like, oh, f that. Y'all got to come here and ball. If you ain't gonna ball, get the hell on. And that's what we're missing in sports. You you don't have to be cruel to the kids. You know, you can't not give them water when they, you know, like they did when we were playing football back in the day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you don't show up with the scholarship, you got to go. You know what I'm saying? You got a ball. And so Dion, and he's a Pied Piper. These kids like, yo, I want to play for him. He also exactly. understands the football game. He understands what it takes to do that. So, I mean, okay, Florida wouldn't hire him. I don't know. I can't think of a program. Yeah, right now, that's you know what I'm thinking? Hire. Who would hire him? Miami. The U would hire him. The U would... Yeah. Hey, listen the, here. Hey, listen here. Can you imagine Dion in Miami, dude? Do you understand the U would be back for real? And oh, that Mitchell. would be... Man, they would... You know, you know, Dion is not an alum of Florida State. He just went there for four years. Yeah, true. He's not an alum. He's not an alum. Yeah, you true. But, you know, but he lost, he, lost, he lost to Miami quite a bit now. So I, I, I would, you know, that's why I left. Yeah. So because I, I don't know how good Miami's gonna be this year. They were you know, they were okay. So the U, because the U, number one, they got the money to pay for them. They got the loot down there. It's a private school, so you know the alums. Could you imagine if they were like, okay, we trying to get Dion? You you know how many of those alumni would die to have Dion Sanders come in there and then beat Florida State with Dion on their sideline? Dude. Oh my Come God. On. But I'm gonna tell you the problem with the with the U. And this is where I get frustrated with the U. Their facilities are raggedy. Oh really? To everybody else. Yes. Gotcha. Then you got the you got to drive 40, 40 minutes almost an hour from the school just to go see a game. True. So they need to upgrade their facilities. Why you think that you know coaches don't want they just clamoring to go to the University of Miami? They're like, okay, we can we can ball, we can coach at Ohio State, Alabama, and pluck all those kids from Florida. If you think about, it, you look at Alabama roster, you know, you look at them, all them dudes who go pro, where they from? Well, yes, 
I mean, because that was the, you know, back in the day when Florida State, Florida, Miami were running things, it's because they were they they were all these Florida kids. They get Florida kids, and, they and then, they, then they might go get a quarterback from Ohio. That's about it. You know, they just, California. that's what they would do. Yeah. But, yeah, so my I, I think, you know, and my, my point is, not only do I think Dion changed it in the HBCU ranks, I think Dion is changing it in top power five. Because I'm guaranteeing you, there's coaches looking at Dion going, damn. Coaches are like, hey, coaches that are coming to teams that say maybe the team had two losing seasons, but they won like maybe five games each year. But he's coming thinking, oh, I got a few years to turn this thing around. Dion is showing them, no, you don't need a few years. You just need guts. You just need guts to do what needs to be done to flip that roster. But he hasn't turned it around yet, Tommy. Let's hold on. It's he only been two games. He just won a game. He just beat Nebraska. And I'm you're right. Nebraska ain't been nothing for years. He but just won he is, he's games. doubled the wins. He's doubled the wins from last year. <laughs> Double. It's all about the stats. Hey, well, it's hard out here for a brother. Hey, you know, um, I, I agree with you. You know, Dion. Like, he he just marches to his own. You know where I want to see him go? Because I really don't care for this coach a lot. Clemson. Dabo Sweeney? I don't Why care you don't for like Dabo? Dabo? Oh, Dabo wants us to go back to Africa and stuff. Dabo, Dabo don't want players to get paid. But Dabo wants to make $10 million a year. Okay, so. He wants to get paid, but he don't want his players to get paid. He don't want to do things on the transfer portal. He all against NIL. You know what I'm saying? Dabble, all he wants us to do is go out there, play football, and sew up some cotton. He don't want us to pick it. He but he wants to sew it up. You know what I'm saying? You know, Dabble, I ain't with it. Dion, go there and get Clemson's job. That's what I'm saying. Let me say something. And I would I would hate for him to go to Clemson because I, I, I've never liked Clemson. I just don't like the – I don't like the school. But – I've, I never have. I've never liked Clemson. Um, you don't like Clemson? No, nah, never, never, dude. But Dabo is the what I just talked about with Dion is what sh- has Dabo shaking in his boots because Dabo's trying to make it seem like, oh well, as a coach, I can't coach anymore because of the transfer portal. I can't coach anymore because these kids are making millions of dollars. Well, Dion seems to be able to do it. Why can't you? That's all that is. That's all that is. Even, I mean, Saban don't say it as much, but because Saban, Saban, except for going, except for his time in Miami, because he did nothing for the Dolphins, Saban knows how to be a chameleon. He knows what needs to be done because he's been doing it so long, you can't tell me he hasn't had to transform himself. So I don't think Saban actually likes the transfer portal. I don't think he likes the NIL, but... He knows how to use it to his advantage as opposed to uh, complaining about it, basically. Exactly. You know, exactly. So. so you have you have Dabo on one end of the spectrum and you have Dion on the other end of the spectrum when it comes yeah. to all the changes in college football. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, yeah, that I'm I'm with I'm not I'm not on the Colorado Buffalo's bandwagon, but I am on the Deion Sanders bandwagon. Let me put it that way. I'm with you. I'm with you when you're right. I like Dion. I like Dion, you know, and uh, he does things his way. You know, he rubs a lot of people the wrong way. He's probably not, he's definitely not the most polished. You know, he don't say things the way you might want to, you know, hear it or whatever, but he is who he is, you know, and I know even when he left Jackson State, he rubbed some of those people the wrong way when he left. You know, people were upset because he didn't really. What do we just say? HBCU HBCU coaches used to stay there for like 20 years, at least 10. Right, they didn't leave. Right. Well, they knew going in that uh, that this was a one-night stand. Well, I don't think they did. I think most people thought No, 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 that, no, 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 everybody knew except for Jackson State. You trying to tell me that he was going to leave there and go to a Power 5 school at some point? I mean... Everybody I, knew it. But, well, okay, once again, HBCU coaches don't go anywhere. Not the, co- not the head coaches. Now, I can name off bunches of assistants that have made it to 
the like um the dude that coaches for Michigan State, he was an HBCU assistant at one point. Um, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was an HBCU um assistant at one point. So the assistants seem to go, but usually a head coach at HBCU, because it was such a cushy job, I mean, you were on the lower tier, but I mean, if you the champion, if you the giant at the lower tier, you still a giant, ain't you? So I mean, yeah, exactly. So you know, they never leave. So I'm sure most of them were like, okay, he'll at least be here for five years, whatever. But hey, Dion had aspirations. So once again, I'm on the Dion bandwagon, not the Colorado Buffaloes bandwagon. So what? So what? What do you think explains his success? I hear you. We, we understand he's a nonconformist. He does things his way, whatever. Because, you know, your boy at Tennessee State, I think he's probably a decent coach, but he's not having the level of success that Dion is having. He is not the same personality. I mean, I'm sure he can coach him up, but, I mean, Dion's, Dion's a different type of cat. From I mean, they're different cats from the get-go. The, the way they handle them. Th- I mean, Dion didn't win a Heisman, you know, but they were different cats and different levels of success in college and in the pros. It is, you know... I don't expect too many people to be like Dion. You know what I'm saying? No, you can't. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Totally, yeah. But there are coaches out there that are like Dion, and there's probably coaches out there that are like Dion, but have held it back because they they just felt like that's not the thing to do. But Dion showing them, hey, be yourself, talk to these kids, win games. Right, because he talks smack and back it up, just like the you used to do back in the day. I mean, he grew up in Fort Myers, Florida. He, that's yeah. all he did was toss Mac. All we did was toss Mac T. <laughs> all we did was toss Mac back in the, in the day. In the streets of Eatonville and Winter Park, we used to talk. Oh, my, <laughs> to oh my God. Oh, oh, that's Matt talking going on up in there. It was hard out here, man. It was rough, bro. Oh, oh my God. We had a good time, man. Yes, indeedy. Now. All right, so now I, I wanted to touch on something that's going on, and you know, if you got, I'm gonna see what your opinion is on this. You know who Beyonce is, right? Have you ever heard of her? She's a singer. She's a singer. Yeah, she's yeah, a singer. Yeah, she's she's married. She's married to that rapper. You know, you oh, know, Jay Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hova. Hova. Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she's been she's been going around the world performing, and. Number one, shutting down Instagram, shutting down Twitter, shutting down cities whenever she shows up. Now, she came to Boston, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was she in Boston? How long ago? I don't know, because I wasn't about to pay $1,000 for a damn ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, so, I I mean, now don't get me wrong. I I think Beyonce is great. I I don't really, I don't buy her, well, I don't buy anybody's albums anymore, because there's no such thing, um, but I I I, I listen. I don't. I listen to old school hip hop. Basically, if I'm listening to the music, it's probably old school old school hip hop or Ray Charles. One of the two. That's I pretty much it's where I wait am. a minute. Wait a minute. You said Ray Charles? Yeah, Why dude, Ray Charles? I killed a Ray. Dude, I listen to Ray Charles so much. My son has started singing the songs, and he's four. That's how much I listen to Ray Charles. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. Ray Charles has he been said, a great. Let me tell you something. One morning, he was like, he he said, Dad, I got a woman way over town. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this little Uh, boy. Anyway, I didn't, you know, so I don't really, but she was, she's coming to Atlanta. And Heather, now Heather's already seen Beyonce before. This isn't her first venue. Now, Heather will drop a grand to go see. Well, it half a grand. It was like five hundred to go see Beyonce. So her and her girl couldn't get tickets for Atlanta. She, did, I think, she had two or three shows here. They did get tickets for Nashville. They were going to drive to Nashville, and I think they paid five hundred dollars and go see it. And I was like, okay, you know, well, things happen. They Heather ended up couldn't go, so for, due to work things. Heather couldn't go, so the girl went one her went with another one of her friends. Heather goes, and and now Heather asks me all the time if I want to go to concerts, and I'm constantly like, 
No. So, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I was like, baby, go find one of your friends. Just, I, I have no interest in going. I'm not, you know why I don't like concerts? Tra- um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, right. that's, you, that's the, yeah, that's the question. Everybody asks. Everybody who's listening want to know. Remember we went to that hip-hop concert. It was in Orlando. Um, dun 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 Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there were 20 people at the concert. Yeah. It was the worst show I had ever, I mean, production was awful, terrible. And in my young mind, I was like, this some crap. Why did I, I mean, it might have been $20 if it was that. But that $20 bake is all I got. That's my that yeah. was my allowance, and it was gone. Yeah, for this yeah. crap of a show. Now, yeah, I've been to other concerts since then. That, but that concert showed me ain't everything even, ain't it? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because I went to see Cameo a few years after that in Tampa. Cameo put on a hell of a show, bro. I mean, hey. hell of a yeah. show. Anyway. Right. And that's a different story because I, I lied to my parents, told them I was going somewhere. You know, that usual story we give them. Yeah, we, I'm going to be oh in Orlando. Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I drove to Tampa and went to the concert. Anyway. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't really, I've never been, a, I'm not a huge fan of concerts. So she, you know, she was like, after she didn't go to Nashville, um, I think she was trying to find, because I think she was trying to find tickets, and I don't remember where the concert was going to be. I don't know if it was a third show that she'd open here. I, I can't remember. But she was like, do you want to go? No. I said, call your girl that you flaked out on for Nashville and see if she wants to go. Because the Nashville concert was before the Atlanta concert. And it didn't happen. So I said to her, sweetheart, if you want to, I'll go see Usher with you in Las Vegas. Now, I don't know if you heard of this show. Oh, yeah. I heard that show. It's dope. The young man, he's from Atlanta. His name is Usher. Once again, he's a singer. I've seen Usher in concert back in the day. Usher, boy, he he did some Bobby Brown stuff. He did some Michael Jackson stuff. Usher is a bad boy. I like Once again, Usher. Uninterested in seeing him. But because she missed the Beyonce concert, I was like, if you need me to go see Usher with you, I will. I'm not a religious man, really. I, I believe in God. I have You've never been a religious man. I've been to church at times. And you grew up in the church, boy. Harry made sure you was in church every Sunday. Now you might have not paid attention. You was over there in the corner somewhere <laughs> running around. Your Tom had to come. Okay. Get First off, we don't want to get started there. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We about to get off on a tangent now, because I remember the time I went to church with you. <laughs> I went to church with you, and you you were singing in the choir, and I'm a visitor. I'm just visiting somehow. Yeah. I ended up singing in the choir with you songs I didn't even. He was like, Devon, come on, come on, come on up here with me. Come on, come on up here with me. I'm in the, in the church singing in the choir. First day I've been to the church. What's going on? Yeah. What the hell? But anyway, anyway, I, like I said, I'm not, I, I probably do not deserve half the blessings that I've gotten <laughs> in my life because I've had many, many blessings. Oh, God. And God shined on me and said, you know what, Thomas, you don't have to go see Usher because. She had other friends. So she got friends that are going to go with her to actually see Usher. But I am going to Vegas and hanging out while they go see Usher. Oh, that, how you get that? How, wait a minute. Wait a minute. How, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, my God. You got me crying. Wait a minute. How you pulled that off? Wait a minute. I didn't try to pull it off because I, I was literally prepared to go and watch Usher perform. But she has her girlfriends that want to go see Usher. So it's all couples. And honestly, that's the only reason I'm getting to go. Because if it was just all girls, she wouldn't, she'd be like, no, you need to stay here with these kids. Um, but it's all couples. So since all the couples are going, she's like, okay, yeah, you need to come to Vegas too. Um, now, one of the couple's husbands, one of the husbands is going to go see Usher with the wife. But the other the guy is not. So that got me out of it. So, oh, so I'm going to gamble yeah. while, they, while they go and see Usher. But I guess my thing was, go ahead, I'm sorry. What games you going to play? Um, I'm, I play craps, 
I play, so I warm up with roulette. That's my warm up. Because this roulette is, is all luck. It, it, it's all with the house. It, but it's my warm up. I play reds and blacks just to be doing something, get some free drinks, you know, that kind of stuff. I get on the cheap table. I get the $10 table. I don't go to, the, you know, I don't hit the 25. I hit the $10 table if they got one. And I play red and black roulette to start off. Then I go to craps table. I play craps. I play, I play whatever I've won at roulette. I play um, the, I forgot what they call it, but it's basically um, doubles. I play the doubles. I play anything that's 30 plus one, anything 15 plus one. I mean, two one, I'm sorry, 30 to one, 15 to one. So, you know, 30 to one, you could put down $5 and win some good money. So, you know, I play the 30 to ones. I play the 15 to ones. If I lose my shirt there, I go back to roulette, red and black, get me some money back. Um, and then by the time I've had plenty of drinks, I hit the blackjack table. That's my, that's how I close the night out. Cause I like to talk shit. You can talk shit at the blackjack table. I act like I know what I'm doing. Stop taking my cards. I tell the person in front of me, stop taking my cards. You got 10. Why are you hitting? Tom, you know what? And what's really interesting about all this shit? <laughs> you wasn't really the biggest shit talker growing up. Not really. I really wasn't. But as you get older, you know, uh, you got to talk shit. Um, you, got, you got turned out in high school. That girl turned you out. Who was that? Don't no. We're not. We're not. We say no ex girlfriends names no on this program. Hey, no girlfriends ex names. Um, <laughs> That's rule number one. No ex girlfriends names. Don't go there. I'm writing that down. Don't three exclamation parks marks. I ain't getting sued by nobody. Don't go there. <laughs> there we go. One, oh my goodness! Two. But suffice it to say. It, who who is I mean with the frenzy that Beyonce that um what's the uh the Caucasian singer what's her name the other one that she oh she, the one everybody talk about uh uh yeah 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 uh I can't Taylor I'm sorry Taylor Swift Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. yeah Get, Swift. oh much props much props Taylor Swift I'm not bad talking her she but she is Caucasian that's all I'm saying so um, the Swift will come at you yay Taylor Swift Beyonce and the Barbie movie. All three run by women. I think it's $20 billion, something ridiculous. Something ridiculous. But my, my question is, the frenzy that Beyonce, because, I mean, honestly, your wife's the first woman I know that did not try to go to that concert. Your wife is the first. Every woman, if they didn't go, they definitely gave it their best damn shot to try to go to those con- to, to, to see Beyonce. Who do you know? Who What what person, you know, and I, like I said, I'm not a big concert person, but what person... What put you in that kind of frenzy? That I, I gotta go see this person. I got to go to this concert. Stevie Wonder. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. Stevie Wonder. I ain't gonna I lie, dude. It would have to be somebody dead. Like somebody would have to be like, "Hey, Prince Michael, just came back to Michael, life." Michael Jackson, Prince. Exactly. Exactly. You know who yeah. went to see Prince back in the day? Who? Ashton. Ashton went to see Prince ba- back ah, in the day. Back in yeah. the day, I'll never forget this. I was talking to him, and this was at, it was after that time period. But we were talking. He was like, "Yeah, I want to see Prince," you know, during the Purple Rain tour. And he was like, "Dude, I just walked up to the ticket office and got tickets that easily." He just happened because you know, back in the day, you had to go to get a ticket. You had to yeah, physically go get it. And he went to some ticket office, not at the actual venue, but it was just some ticket office, and he got tickets, and he went. I never or you told to me that call, story. Or you had to call Ticketmaster. What, dude? Call Ticket? You couldn't even. How are you gonna pay? They didn't have credit cards. What are you talking about? They had credit cards back then, dude. Ain't nobody had no damn credit card. Who had a credit card? Oh, Who yeah. you know had a credit? card? <laughs> that Everybody. that was our age. Well, not our age. Our parents. Okay, that's what I'm about to say. Shoot, we didn't have debit cards. We didn't have nothing. Shoot, I remember I had a debit card that only worked in Florida. Dude, I had to Damn. call somebody. <laughs> I had to send my debit card. Back to Florida this and tell my dad to give me some money. Yeah, it would take somebody to because I I don't even know if Prince. I think my I think Michael Jackson reached this frenzy because Michael Jackson even like white families, whole white families would travel miles, hundreds of miles to go see Michael Jackson. I never forget. Um, not Clay, but this family that lived on his street. 
the whole family, they got tickets. I, I want to say it was in Tennessee. They drove from Orlando to Tennessee to see Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Remember yeah. when that Victory Tour came out and everybody tried to go to Jacksonville to go see Michael Jackson? Yeah, that was yeah, that was a, that was a tour. So anyway, I, I, it's just amazing to me the frenzy. That was just, and I just thought, well, maybe I'm just old. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just old, babe. Maybe I don't know. That's how it is nowadays with concerts. But first off, you ain't, you barely, you might get fifty dollars out of me for a concert, maybe. But thousand? No, I ain't. I can't write. A, I can't do it a thousand dollars, man. I'm, I'm trying to think who would I, who would I want to see a, I can't. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it, man. Well, I can't do it. I definitely, um, I, I, I definitely know she put on a great show because basically, if you watch Instagram long enough, you can see the whole show because everybody didn't put it on Instagram. I did watch her show. I watched it on, I think it's on Homecoming. Netflix. Yeah, Homecoming. I did watch that. I watched and parts of it were good. Parts of it I could have missed, but you know, hey. It is what, but when I pay a thousand, no, I still wouldn't pay a thousand dollars. Considering I yeah, can watch it on I TV, watched, I watched part of Homecoming. Now, everybody in my family done seen it. I'm like, but that's not it. She, she kind of got it. Oh, because you're trying to, you're trying to compare it to Homecoming, I, I, Homecoming. Yeah, you, you know, or, or, or the bands and stuff. And I'm like, she kind of got it. She got, but, you know. but I mean, she couldn't do the. I mean, I understand what she was going for. But yeah, you can't get that feeling. And number two, she would confuse way too many people if she really would have tried to do homecoming, homecoming. But I ain't gonna lie, she, the band was okay. The band was okay. It was it was yeah. good. She she had yeah. it, and it really, honestly, watching the homecoming, the 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 background part of it really showed the kind of work that they put into these shows, and you know, kind of yeah. stuff. I, I appreciate that. But yeah, that whole Beyonce thing. I, I, this is what I dread because you are, you pretty much out of this part, basically. Um, I dread when my daughter, who at this point is only one, but at some point, Devon, there's going to be a concert that she's going to be like, Dad, I got to go. And I'm going to be like, Jasmine, you need a job because <laughs> Dad is not paying. I mean, I look at my kid because now, Devon, you know, I was spoiled. Me and me and uh, me yeah, and Boosie. She needs a job, but you work a day <laughs> and leave. Exactly, and was you like, and was like, you know what? I can make more money begging for my father than working at this job. I'm out. I look at my kids all the time. When Trey's like, "Dad, I want this," I look at him and say, "I'm sorry. I am Thomas Mitchell the second. You need Thomas Mitchell Senior." Cause yeah. <laughs> I can't do it, bro. I feel bad for you. Cause trust me, it was great. But yeah, but that's you. Heather, Heather's gonna overrule everything you say, dude. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I am the, actually the spoiler in the house. I'm I spoil Trey, and I'll probably once I get to know Jasmine, like what she really likes, I'll probably do the same thing to her. But Trey, I bring stuff home when he don't even ask for it. Just hey, I saw this. You want this here? You know, kind of thing. So I, I am the one that spoils, but I ain't nothing close to my parents. Nothing close. But I do want to, before we end the podcast, I did want to do uh, something. This is the Mention Bake Podcast. And I wanted to talk about something that we're doing. Um, if you want to engage with us, um, we definitely, uh, we did a Mention Bake Pick'em. Now, I don't know if y'all know what Pick'em is, but NFL, it's on ESPN. Just go to the ESPN Fantasy page. Um, I'm going to put the link in our link tree. I'm going to put it. We're going to have a Mitch and Bake, uh, Mitch and Bake uh, Instagram. So I'll put the link in the Instagram for the link tree. But on the link tree, you can go sign up to participate in the Mitch and Bake Pick'em. We do the spread. If you don't know what the spread is, you might not want to play. But spread is points. So um, one team is minus six. One team is plus six. If you don't know what that means, you know, you might want to Google it. But. Basically, if you want to participate with us and at the end of the season, whoever has the most wins, maybe y'all get something. Just to confirm, this is entertainment only. This is not gambling. Don't nobody mess with me. Um, this is entertainment only. <laughs> but if you want to get in on it, the Mitch and Bake Pick'em is on ESPN Fantasy. Go to our link. Go to our Instagram. Click the link tree, and you'll be able to get to it through there. Okay? Yeah. Anyway, Bake, you got anything else for him? 
Hey man, I got to say happy birthday to my son Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, he is, he turned 18 yesterday and all that. Is so, he at know, home or he left? He at home? Everybody left the crib so I could do this podcast today. <laughs> so I you know, I think some people felt guilty about other things that went on in the family. They let me do my thing. So <laughs> Well son. So yeah. he's 18. Is he is he is he is he 18 like us or is he is he actually a mature 18? He's a mature 18. There you go. There you go. But he is off the chain. He's like the loud, he's the party starter. There so he go. reminds Just like me his of dad. Her. Just like his dad, yeah. the party starter. He's, he's a party starter. He's loud. He has a good time, but he got a 4.2 GPA. That's what I'm guy. talking about. If you enjoyed the podcast, hey, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hit us up, like I said, on Instagram, Mitch and Bake Podcast. Um, leave comments. Um, and Make just sure let us like know. It. Make now, sure you like it. Tell us you like us. Tell us you hate us. Whatever. Let us know what you think. Um, we are going to have interviews down the line with uh, prominent and non-prominent regular old people. Um, we're going to have more discussions like this one uh, about adventures in life, adventures in parenting, you know, those kinds of things. Strong opinions. Who put who we putting in the White House? Who went in the Super Bowl? That's we and everything in between. So, babe, thank you so much. Gaga Goo Goo. Goo Goo Gaga. And we'll see y'all next time. All right. Peace.